This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1157, Band 9 versus Band 6 Grammar for IELTS. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. High-level transition phrases for contrasting boost both IELTS speaking and writing scores. Today, you'll learn three phrases to compare that will take your grammar to another level. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Aubrey, um, quick question. Where, <laughs> where do you stand on... Um, summer versus winter. What do you like better? Living in Arizona, I definitely prefer winter as opposed to summer because it's beautiful weather here in the winter Winter versus summer. Oh, it's terribly hot. Horribly hot. <laughs> Whereas I live in Portland and the seasons are starkly different right. to where you live in Arizona. Um, guys, I hope you noticed our fantastic comparisons there at the the fun little beginning chat. Um, we wanted to show you how we use these phrases in real um, conversation. And these are sentences that you can definitely use on IELTS. Like you're asked about the seasons in speaking part one, for example. Yes, exactly. And this comparison vocabulary is so useful because often when you answer something, you want to compare it to what you don't like. You want to say what you do like, what your favorite thing is, you know, as compared to what you hate. And there's high level vocab to use to do that. That is such a great point. This is a such a smart way to extend your answers in yes. speaking part one, right? Like if you um, don't know what else to say and you've only said a couple sentences, then talk about the opposite, right? So it's like you're asked so many questions on IELTS speaking part one about what you like, what you enjoy, what you don't like. And so offering the opposite is such a natural way to not just – hit that fluency expectation, right? But also include some of today's amazing uh, grammar structures. So we're going to give you three different transition phrases that we use to compare and contrast two ideas or two things, two people, two of anything. Um, and we're going to talk about the grammar around these linking words, because this is where 
it can get tricky. Sometimes you can use them to just join two nouns. Sometimes you need an independent clause, a subject and verb. So we're going to explain this today, guys. And we already said good for speaking, but also, of course, great grammar for writing. Yes, definitely. You know you have to make comparisons for writing, too, and you need these linking phrases to share those ideas in a very high-level way. So this is useful for both writing task one and task two, as well as speaking. So this is a really jam-packed episode today. So good. So good. Okay. Um, So before we get to these three grammar structures, guys, um, we want to tell you where this question even came from. It didn't even come from an IELTS student. It came from a student in our grammar course. Yes. You guys, we have a grammar plus speaking skills course. Yes, exactly. And we have a learning center. It's a really vibrant community in there where students can ask grammar questions. So they're studying it. They're doing a deep dive into interesting grammar and then asking about it and getting great feedback, being able to practice it. And this question came from one of those students. So guys, if you want more grammar from us, fun lessons, you can get in there. It's allearsenglish.com slash bizgrammar. It definitely has a focus of how we use grammar in business English. So if you guys are planning on working in the English world one day, this would be really useful for you. Well, and this is also great for IELTS, right? We want those formal, accurate structures. Um, And it's really difficult to find grammar courses that actually teach you what you need, right? Instead of all of these like memorizing rules and this and that, like that's not how we learn grammar. This course, this new way of learning grammar is the way to go, guys. So it's allersenglish.com slash bizgrammar. That's B-I-Z grammar. So the question from the student in the course um, is about three transition phrases for c- contrasting two ideas or two things. These three transition phrases are verses, whereas, and as opposed to. Um, if you guys have been preparing for IELTS, you know how necessary these linking words are, especially for writing task one academic when you're comparing numbers, right? But again, like Aubrey said, we need these impressive transitions and structures for all of speaking and all of writing. So let's get straight to it. The first is verses. Now we're starting with this word because I see like zero students using this. I know. And natives use it quite a bit, but students don't. You're right. So it's a band nine vocab word to make a comparison. You definitely want to be able to use it. But you do need to be able to understand the grammar because students Mm -hmm. will. Definitely there's a risk of using it and then having the wrong grammar structure following it. It's tricky. It is tricky. Um, So we titled today's episode Band 9 versus Band 6 because the structures that we're going to tell you about now, Band 9, right? Because they're all impressive and accurate. Um, And we're seeing a um, good variety of sentence structures here. So I just want to let you know right now that if you are using these words, but there is a little bit of a grammar mistake, that's where it would be band six. Because you're presenting knowledge of a structure, you're just not using it accurately, right? Mm -hmm. So you're seeing variety, but with some mistakes. And that's what a band six is, guys. So let's get to it. The easiest way to use verses is simply to compare two nouns, right? Aubrey, can you give us an example of that? 
Yeah, for example, I prefer coffee versus tea, which is very true. I'm like, what is it on uh, that show when he calls tea garbage water? I'm sorry to everyone who <laughs> loves tea, but it does taste like garbage water to me. I prefer coffee. That's so funny. I yeah, uh, I'm I'm team coffee all the way for sure. Um, what's funny is I just recently started letting James have a little bit of caffeine, um, mm-hmm. and that wasn't like a conscious decision when he was younger it's just he never liked soda he ne- like it just wasn't a thing that he wanted um but recently I let him try some black tea and now he like feels so mature and grown up with his like black tea which he like he has half a cup once a week did he it's, like, like not it? even that like a full cup me yeah, he loved it. He oh, loved it. He feels fancy. Funny. I love that. And he's like, I'm definitely a tea person and not a coffee person. I'm like, okay, 10-year-old. You do you. Um, <laughs> I, love I love it. it. Just little kids defining themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and just to witness it. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Now, and we can definitely use this with uh, the gerund, right? The verb ing. Like, I prefer swimming versus sleeping. Sure. Because those are nouns. Because that <laughs> right. gerund is a noun. I prefer swimming versus sleeping. <laughs> That was a weird comparison. I'm going to give you that. That was so funny. I prefer swimming versus playing tennis. That makes more sense. Hey, you know, if you are a, just a real big swimmer, and you uh, you'd rather sleeping. swim than sleep. I, I'm not judging, you know. Um, all right. So. Uh, I want to teach you guys, we want to teach you guys a very high level way you can uh, continue this sentence structure, okay? This is joining verb ing, joining the gerunds as we just showed you, but adding a relative clause. So here's an example. Our sites are interactive, comma, versus most sites that are static. So you can, guys, like you can hear how complex this sounds, right? This is a complex sentence structure. So we have um, our sites subject are interactive, right? Just an independent clause there. And then comma versus, and then you have noun relative clause. Most sites that are static, okay? Um, Let's see. Let's think of another example we can use on IELTS. What would we be comparing? Uh, People that like watching movies in theaters as compared to those who watch them at home. So um, watching movies in a theater is hmm, exciting versus watching movies at home, which is boring. There you go. And it's interesting how like, though our vocabulary isn't crazy impressive, it's very high level grammar. It's a very impressive grammar structure. So it's still pushing you up to that band nine there. Yep, totally, totally. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so another uh, linking word to compare two things is whereas. So all of these guys, they all mean the same thing. 
You're just putting this word in the middle of two things that are different. That's it. They all have that meaning. It's just the grammar that is different. So how do we use whereas? Yeah, it means the same thing as while on the contrary. So we're really um, putting the two things in opposition here, right? And the grammar, we have a subject and then we have the verb, which can be followed by an object for a more complicated sentence. Then comma, whereas another subject and verb. Right. So, yeah, you're just joining two independent clauses. That's it. Like, think of it as like two simple sentences. Right. That's what an independent clause is. Yes, exactly. So, for example, here's a sentence. Many offices are closed on the weekends, comma, whereas they are. We are open seven days a week. Right. So you're really trying to contrast. Oh, they have this limitation, whereas we can provide services every day. Um, And I would say to sort of elevate this grammar structure, just move the clauses around because you could have whereas at the beginning. And again, this is not something that a lot of students do, maybe because they don't realize they can, but it Mm -hmm. is, it does sound more impressive because it is less common, right? So we could say, um, whereas many students use band six grammar, our three key students use band nine grammar. <laughs> this would be so great for part three. I've seen a question asking how you could improve crime in cities. And you could say mm. something like, whereas governments think the solution is increased police force, actually, the real solution would be education. Ooh, ooh. Nice. Aubrey had a great spontaneous example. That's rare ooh, for me, guys. Ooh. We got to celebrate it. <laughs> no, it's great. I love it so much. Um, okay. So, so far, guys, we talked about verses and whereas, different grammar expectations there, and now as opposed to. This is also a higher level um, linking word, right? Linking phrase. So, the grammar around this is kind of similar to verses, right? So we can use it to compare um, a couple nouns, just like verses, right? So for example, let's see, I prefer, yeah, I prefer summer as opposed to winter. Yes. I prefer summer versus winter. So exactly the same grammar there, right? So um, it follows then that it could also be a gerund as that is a noun. Um, I prefer snowboarding as opposed to skiing. Same thing, right? Now, how do we make this more complicated, Aubrey? Yeah, so example, if you you have your subject and you add a verb with an object, so you have this independent clause, and then you add a relative clause. So here's an example sentence. Our staff is all highly trained as opposed to other clinics who hire many interns. So adding that relative clause at the end is boosting, is making this a band nine grammar structure. Yep, because it makes it complex, right? Um, So again, this is exactly the same grammar structure as verses, okay? So you can really lump these two together in your head because they mean the same thing. The grammar structures are exactly the same, okay? Um, Now, can this phrase go at the beginning? Because verses cannot go at the beginning of a sentence, right? That sounds so wrong. But what about as opposed to? Can we switch those clauses around? Yeah, definitely. Similar there, we could say, as opposed to other clinics who hire many interns, our staff is all highly trained. So this is where it's a little tricky. That works more similar to whereas, that you can flip the clauses and have that Mm -hmm. 
linking phrase, that comparison vocabulary at the beginning of your sentence? Just remember, even if it goes at the beginning of a sentence, guys, it is still joining two clauses. Right. Okay, because that's the mistake I see students make with these words is they just use the linking word in front of a simple sentence and then a period. And that's Mm. you can't do that because you're not (laughs) it has to join two ideas. Right. So you have to have two clauses in these sentences. Yeah. So the comma would come in that case after interns. Right. As opposed to other clinics who hire many interns, comma, because that's the end of your relative clause there, then comma, our staff is all highly trained. So don't forget the punctuation. If you have a complex sentence or a compound sentence, you're going to need a comma in there to divide those clauses. Exactly, exactly. And punctuation does matter greatly for your grammar score, guys. So come back to the blog, allearsenglish.com. This is episode 1157. Um, so you can see these grammar rules and examples, okay? And then, guys, if you want to dive into a grammar course that teaches you grammar in a new way, so you are using it enough to actually remember it and be able to be more accurate in IELTS speaking and writing, check out our grammar course, guys. It's amazing. Go to allearsenglish.com slash bizgrammar. That's B-I-Z grammar. Yes. And you can actually add live classes with us, which are super fun. So yeah, definitely check that out. We'll see you in there. It it comes with four uh, live group classes already. So that's included when you join the course. And they're so fun. I love them. They're so fun. (laughs) I know. That's like one of my favorite things during the week now is teaching those classes. Totally. Okay. Awesome. All right, Aubrey. Well, have a great rest of the day um, as opposed to a bad rest of the day. And... And I'll right, see you up, tomorrow. Get, get some sunshine versus uh, sitting inside watching TV. <laughs> versus cave darkness. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, Aubrey. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.